welcome to the show, y'all. Hello, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, in the house. How y'all doing today? Hope everybody's having a wonderful time. Hey, hope everybody survived the storms this weekend. You know, those that were snowed in, the other ones that got a lot of rain, ice or what have you. I sure hope y'all, you survived it. And you didn't sustain too much damage. <laughs> uh huh. That's for sure. All right. Welcome to the show, y'all. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And, uh, like, we have quite a few things to talk about today. And I can't wait to get started. But before we do, let me go on and tell you how you can be a part of the show. All right. The first way and the easiest way is just call me. That's right. Only thing you have to do is pick up the phone and call the number three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Um, that puts you directly in the queue. And uh, when you want to join the conversation, only thing you have to do is hit one on your keypad, and bam, you you'll be on the, in the conversation. That's right, because I'll let you in. Okay. Um. Also, there's um email ericlesstalk at gmail dot com. You, know, you can email me throughout the show, before and after, and um, being no problem. I would love to um, um, hear hear from you that way as well. <laughs> you know, because there's all ways of, of doing things. And then there's uh, the chat room, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Um, that's the way you can... Um, Contact me as well. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show, and I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you, okay? All right. Um, let's see. What else do we have going on today? I decided there will be no song of the day today. <laughs> I know that's different, huh? That's totally different. I don't, I don't know. I couldn't find anything that really stood out as far as some music. So I said, oh, well, we won't have a song of the day. Change it up a little bit. <laughs> I know that made some of you quite, quite happy. <laughs> anyway, so besides that, we just going to get on talk, talking and have us a good time because it's Monday. That's right, it's Monday. Aren't you glad you're here? That's right. I know I just changed the title to Soapbox Monday. So if you got something on your mind that's bothering you, hey, come on, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. I have no problems with that at all. That's right. But, um, you know, it's just the way it is sometimes. Um, Let's see what else we got. All right, so let's get started here. U.S. military has plans for cyborg soldiers. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Here we go. U.S. military has plans for cyborg soldiers. Now, this is interesting. The U.S. military is working on an implantable chip that could turn soldiers into cyborgs by connecting their brains directly to computers. The brain-machine interface is being developed by the Defense Advanced Research Projects Academy, better known as DARPA, D-A-R-P-A, which claims the neural connection will open the channel between the human brain and modern electronics. 
Y'all hearing this, right? <laughs> it is not the first time DARPA researchers have attempted to build a brain-machine interface. However, previous versions have had limited functionality. Y'all heard that, right? <laughs> Let me read that part again. It is not the first time DARPA researchers have attempted to build a brain-machine interface. However, previous versions have had limited functionality. <laughs> now, see, this is... Mm-mm-mm. Today's best brain computer interface systems are like two supercomputers trying to talk to each other using an old 300-baud modem. That's a modem from 1970s, y'all. Um, so... You know, just reading that a little bit, it's showing they have tried. And and if I'm reading this correct, um, there's some individuals walking around with these little chips in their brain. Now, the chips are supposed to be no larger than one cubic centimeter or two nickels, you know, together. That's how big this chip is supposed to be. And it's supposed to be implanted inside the brain. Yeah. And the chip would act as a neutral interface by converting electrochemical signals sent by neurons in the brain into the ones and zeros used in digital communications. Hmm. So basically, we're going to have a whole bunch of walking robots around here. (laughs) Now, you know what this is? No, really, y'all really want to know what this is. It's an upgraded version of Intel Pro. Yeah. It's just an updated version of, of mind control. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I mean, think about it. You got the drones, right? So if you can implant a, a, a chip in in the a soldier's head to where you can he can talk to a computer and you can control his actions, oh my goodness, that's not oh that's a scary thought right there. That is so scary. Potential applications include improving a wearer's hearing or vision by feeding external digital auditory or visual information into the brain. Before this can be done, Dopper stated that breakthroughs in neuroscience, synthetic biology, low-power electronics, and medical device manufacturing need to be made. Now, see, here's here's the kicker with that. Have you seen, because my brother had one, may he rest in peace. These ear, these um, what they call it, the the the, the um, ear things for the deaf. You know they have the uh, device to where they implant a uh, uh, connection on in the back of your head for your hearing aid. That's what it is, a hearing aid, and they have a connection that they put on you, right down your brain, and it connects to the hearing aid. It supposedly help you hear better. So, you know, they in this article, they're acting as though it is, is not possible or they're still working on it. Well, I'm here to tell you, I just thought about that. I, I truly believe this is in action, in motion as we speak. And, um, yeah, better look out. Better look out. Better look out. You know, and actually, this may be the reason why a lot of our soldiers are coming back and and, and just doing crazy stuff. 
they're just losing their minds because these these chips are malfunctioning now. You know, if you build a fighting machine and the machine has to come down, come back and stand down, you know, that it may be a malfunction. You know, the the the, the excitement excitement is gone. You know what I mean? So, hmm, interesting. Y'all better look out for that little chip inside of the head from soldiers. All right. Um, let's see. What else I want to talk about today? I tell you, one of y'all decides you want to talk to me. Um, here we go. <laughs> this is a good one. Stacy Dash, man. What? The <laughs> Why does it seem as though every time there's a, a big election come up, Stacy Dash has to open her mouth and say something? You know. <laughs> now, first, let's talk about this thing with the Oscars. All right. Honestly. I could care less. Okay, I can care less whether you know they got one black, two black, two black. So it's not that important to me. And I think the the regular audience, we really don't care either. You know. Um. However, with that being said, you know, um, I was watching an interview of, of um from who was it? Ice Cube and and Kevin Hart on a British show. And Ice Cube, Cube, he kind of explained it so simple. He said, why am I getting upset for extra icing on a cake? That makes no sense to me. (laughs) He said, he wasn't going, he never goes anyway. So, I mean, what is the big issue? And that's my point. What is the issue? I mean, and then to top it off, the Oscars come back. And what the hell? Well, by 2020, we would have doubled. That's four years. You mean to tell me it's going to take you four years to nominate some black show movies and things of that nature? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's just crazy. But anyway, let's get back to Miss Dash. Because Miss Dash, I think she had some good points, but some of the other ones are kind of baffling, <laughs> to say the least. Um, like, we should get rid of Black History Month and BET. Neither one of those should exist because they further divide us, as she says. That's what she says. She says, I feel like it's hypocritical to say that we're all the same, but then to self-segregate into little enclaves of society. That's what she said. I also think that the Oscar so white controversy is lame. I'm with her on that one. Because black people should not demand that every segment of society who watches movies be reflected in a number of Oscars given to actors and actresses. That's just how the world works. Now, you know, that last statement, I agree with that. Let's be honest. Who really cares that there's really no blacks in, in the Oscars? How many blacks watch the Oscars anyway? Now, let, let's be honest. How many watch the Oscars? Not many of us, right? Unless there's just nothing else on on on. on. So I I mean really, I you know I don't know what the big stink about it is. <laughs> you know I really don't. Um, what else did Miss Miss Um Stacy Dash had to say? She had quite a bit of stuff. Um, that was I found interesting. 
I did. Let me see. I mean, let's let's be honest. It's no secret that Miss Dash is on the left side of the political world. Okay, that's why she get to go on, on Fox and Friends and, and say whatever she wants to say. Okay, um, let's see. Miss Dash also said, "Black people." Who say they are more than the color of their skin mercilessly reinforce stereotypes with more passion and vigor than the KKK. You dare not step away from the way all black people must think or else. (laughs) It could be that I am congratulated for being an independent thinker, but apparently only white people can do that at least according to the arbiters of blackness. Um, Isn't it funny how Clarence Thomas, once associated with the Black Panthers, is no longer considered black because of his beliefs? Isn't it funny how Bill Clinton, as white as the driven snow, was called by Toni Morrison, the first black president, simply because he was a single-parent household, born, poor, working-class, saxophone-playing, McDonald's and junk food loving boy from Arkansas. Now these are all the things that um um uh, um Stacy Dash is saying now. Um Clarence Thomas isn't black because he is conservative. Bill Clinton is black because he's a poor fast food loving boy from Arkansas. Hey I <laughs> Oh okay. Here's what I believe. When I say here's what I believe, this Stacey Dash. One, liberal black Americans do not get to decide who is black and who is not black. Two, black Americans can believe whatever the hell they want. We do not have to swallow everything that Democrats shovel down our throats simply because of our skin. That's why I speak out. Not because I'm on Fox. I'm on Fox because I refuse to back down. I owe it to my son and daughter to at least try and work toward a world where black people can speak out on any matter they want without the fear of incredible backlash. Um, Let's see. It's 2016. Let's stop taking our marching orders from Democratic slave drivers. They have driven our votes. They have taken our votes and repaid us by ruining our colleges and large cities. They are responsible for hashtag Oscar so white. Want to truly make a difference? Stop missing the point on the civil rights movement, which, by the way, we won. Stop looking backward when segregation made racial independence our only option. Don't listen to liberals when they say that integration was a failure and that our true strength is in separatism. (laughs) Today we witnessed this in everything. Civil rights confabs that are far more social than political conversations about the state of black America as if we still um, share a singular destiny. Congressional black caucuses, black student associations, now in the promised land of freedom, we seek the lost Edom of separatism. Now, this is all coming from Stacey Dash. (laughs) Uh, No. She goes on to say, let's come together with the understanding that freedom is seized only by individuals. Let's quit.
quit being brainwashed into believing that we should be happy with the separatism the liberal elite has endorsed. With every special black interest group, we're falling right into the plantation mentality they want us to have. I mean, how dare we want to be considered people of talent and character, not just people of color. We must be integrated into the mainstream of every aspect of life, especially for me in this particular argument, Hollywood. There, the liberals perpetuate the most hypocritical bigotry I've ever seen. Join me, my fellow brothers and sisters. Start thinking and voting for your American dream. <laughs> and that, that was that's from Stacey Dash now. All that I just read, that's from Stacey Dash. What y'all think about that? What are your thoughts about that? You know, <laughs> you know, I'm going to say, personally, uh, I think she's drunk too much of the Kool-Aid. I, I really do. I do believe that she has drank a whole lot of the Kool-Aid, and it has um, just eaten away at, at her brain. Yeah, because even though she get to sit on there in that fox set or what have you, she then she done had two kids out of wedlock, I think, or she's a single parent, so they they're not you know they're not talking nice about her. The same one she's trying to defend right now. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. It, it, this whole thing was very interesting, and I'm I'm the one. I guess I'm I'm into separatism then. Because I've often said, you know, the day we decide that we want to just integrate and chase that, what they call it, American dream, is the day we started going backwards instead of forward. And I'm, I'm going to stick by that. I, I, I'm not going to change it. So, And I don't think that's being hypocritical. I think that is being um, insightful and realizing that there was a mistake made. There really was. <sighs> No, but I don't know. I guess that's what makes it so this this um this place we live in such a great place, right? Because we get to say anything we want to, we get to talk about anything. I mean, we get to say it as long as you know it's within a certain realm or, or recorn. They have no problem. <laughs> but they they having um, voting issues in North and North Carolina. But we're going to get to that in a minute. Let me bring my sister in here real fast. Sister Angoni, how you doing? Welcome hey, to Mr. you. Hey, hey, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, your voice sounds a little raspy there. Yeah. Sometimes okay. it's that way. <laughs> okay, understand. How are you? Yeah. Can you hear me well, though? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay. I just uh, uh thank you for taking my call. I was just interested in, in what you were just sharing with us about the uh lady that's on the fox. That's that's interesting. Uh you were talking about uh how you felt that um we made a mistake and I, I do too. I think we were misled. Um mm-hmm. you know, by certain uh 
funded institutions like they are today, like Black Lives Matter being funded by George Soros. I'm sure back in the day, we know the NAACP was created by two Caucasian Jews or European Jews or however you're supposed to say it properly. But um, so I think, you know, we've been misguided for a long time. But, you know, I I spent uh, this weekend, Mr. Talk, looking at some videos uh, from a man who calls himself a revolutionary. He's running for president in South Africa, and his name is – I'm not changing the subject. I, there's a reason I'm sharing this. It's in the context of what you were sharing with us, okay? I promise. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. okay. So about his money. name is – You can change No, it. but I, I'm not – I just want you to know I'm not changing the subject. Okay. His name is Malima. And um, he's very outspoken. He's been uh, voted into as an MP uh, in their um, parliament there in South Africa, and uh, it made me really think about and, and and think about our situation as compared to what I heard them, you know, discussing. And I recognize the fact that you know it's funny how. Uh, people like Mike Savage or Mark Savage or Mike Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Fox News people, you know, Hannity and all those people, they can talk about uh, their nationalism, but if we talk about our nationalism, then we're separatists. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that we as uh, a unique group, and I use the word group very loosely. Matter of fact, let me wrap some (laughs) that word, okay? Okay. <laughs> uh, we don't have any place to stand. See that I think that's our major problem because I don't see how you can liberate yourself from an oppressed situation being embedded in someone else's culture when you are regulated and you are managed and you are directed and you are uh, policed and you are oppressed and every other kind of thing by that dominant culture, and you don't have any area where, you know, if you're always at war, you're always responding, reacting to someone shooting your children down or putting millions of them in prison with no uh, no injured parties, you know, uh, we, got, we can thank Slick Willie, uh, Bill Clinton for that with his three strikes and you're out, so the drug, the war, the war on drugs, I think that was Reagan, was that Reagan that started the war on drugs or was that Nixon? Uh, it was Reagan. Yeah. Yeah. So consequently, they they can you know play around and and enslave us. There's more people in pro profit prisons, which you can just you know that's just a new plantation, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would mm-hmm. agree with that. So yeah. could you classify that as the new slavery, a, a kind of new slavery? Yes. The yes. prison fact for prison. Yeah. So yeah. I yes. Yeah, so so you see what I'm saying? Like this Malima is M-A-L-E-M-A. Very instructive, very eye-opening. I watched several uh, of the clips of their activity, their organizational activity, but recognizing they still have their languages intact because they refuse to let uh, the invaders of their land, the Afrikaners or whatever they call themselves, impose their language on them at, at, at the point where a lot of youth were slaughtered, you know, standing up for their right to maintain their own languages, but ours has been stripped from us. And so 
Because we are, uh, we have no place to stand. We're boxed in with their language. You know, we can't even have certain thoughts because we we're thinking and speaking in in the very people's uh, language that uh, have confined us in and made us a subculture. And basically, we're just colonized people here. I think. What do you think, Mister Talk? Am I going on and on? I don't mean to ramble. Well, no, you're not rambling. Now, what what you're saying makes a whole lot of sense. Um, you know, and, and I like that. I like that that you said. Um, you know, we have no place to go because that is there's no truer statement that can be said besides that right there. We have no. no I didn't say we don't have any place to go. I said we don't have any place to stand. Now we can okay. go. There's a big world out here. We can go. There's a lot of people that have already gone. <laughs> okay. He gone well though. Oh, they went to Africa. They're, you know, they're having a lot of problems. Uh, now, now, if you say there's no place to go where you're not going to encounter problems, I'll agree with that. But my statement was, there's, we don't have any place to stand. And I was referencing here on the North American continent. Mm-hmm. That was okay. my thinking process. But All as far right. as go, I think everyone has a right. According to the corrupt United Nations, their charter says everyone has a right to a nationality. And like Dr. Clark always said, we're people looking for a nationality. And even if we adopted a nationality, you know, I, I've said this before, I have the highest respect and regard for Taj Tariq Bey. Uh, he, I think he's a master teacher. Um, and uh, however, I have to ask the question, if uh, Sandra Bland and others had had a nationality card, a Morse nationality card, I just wonder if they would have got any better treatment. I, I don't think so, you know. I just don't think so. You know, I mean, everybody knows that if you have a, a culture, uh, your language and your the way you worship is a part of the deification of your culture. All that's been stripped away from us. We're all, you know, divided in many different sects. We eat everybody's food, you know. We go to everybody's doctors, you know. All, we send our children to the very people that want to keep us, uh, you know, in check to be educated, uh, quote, educated programmed and so you know then we want to march and talk about freedom and liberty but how can we don't have any place to stand Uh, don't you have to have security and uh, and be able to know that you know this is my area and we we'll we want to get along and cooperate with others in the world and live a peaceful life and we'll trade and we want a fair price for our commodities and just like everybody else in the world, but you, you know, well, you got to have a way to protect yourself when you want to have something of your own, because there's always somebody out there want to take it. Look like, what do you think? I agree with you. I agree with you. And you know that that is. Um, uh, well, let me go back for a moment. I, I understand what you meant now by we have nowhere to stand, and that is that is true as well. Um, you know, and. Being that we are, I guess, uh, taught within the culture, <laughs> you know, that has ensla- enslaved us, you know, and, and, you know, most of the time when, when there's um, demonstrations going on, marches or what have you, it, it's financed nine times out of ten by the same people that would turn around and put you in prison or enslave you, as, as we have uh, mentioned before. So I agree with you 100%. Um, you know, uh, let's let's go back to um um earlier this summer on the voting act. You know, um, I forgot the name of it when they did they um strip 
basically good at the um, the voting at Shelby County versus Holder, I think it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know where you know they basically stripped it, and now you have um, states such as North Carolina. That was going to be my next, and and just perfect segue on into that. Um, you know the NAACP is taking um, them to court over this um, ID. You need an ID card now, you know, or a reasonable excuse for lacking one before they can let you cash a ballot. You know, cast a ballot to vote. You know, <laughs> you know, and huh? Go ahead. No, I don't want to stop your thought process. Oh, I'm saying, and the NAACP is, you know, said they're going to take the, the where they are taking the court. Um, and they're arguing that the new law places a burden on voters that are, that is unconstitutional as it is overtly discriminates against black citizens who are less likely to have access to such photo identification. You know, and this is in um, a federal courtroom in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Yeah. Well, I have a question. I wonder why the NWCP... Uh, has not raised the uh, issue of why it is that we're the only group uh, here uh, that has to have their voting rights act, uh, voting rights renewed by Congress every 25 years. And I read in an article also, as you did, about how uh, the voting rights have been gutted. Uh, and also, what difference does it make since Ribol counts the votes anyway? And we know that it's rigged. Uh, we have evidence of that, you know, uh, in Florida. And what was that, 2009, I think? Uh, no, 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 I don't remember. Who, who was that, Bush, Jeb yes, Bush or Bush, Bush, yeah, uh, yes, in Jeb Bush's county where they threw the boat over to W? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, you know, with all of that history, I mean, I, I wonder why if we should be even really that upset about voting because obviously voting is just another ploy to keep us thinking that we're part of a society that really just pretends that we are for the most part, you know. Uh, so it's really a difficult thing because I, th- I find that when I look out uh, at other groups and, and listen to, you know, their concerns in their areas of the world, and then I think about our situation, I find that we are very unique people. We have very unique circumstances because of the fact that we don't have our language and our culture intact, and we don't have a place to stand of our own. So I don't know what else to say, Mr. Talk. (laughs) You know, uh, that that is – that is – uh, <laughs> yeah, you probably you made some covered it all there. Got me speechless. <laughs> okay, um, you know over the over this past weekend also, I went you know I went out and uh, just to sit down and watch what was going on, you know, and I went um, to this a uh, place of business um, that stays open twenty four seven to three sixty five, you know, and it's called the casino, and I just sat there, you know, got me a chair. And just sat and watched and watched, you know, and, and I'm thinking, you know, you have these individuals that come in, they sit down at a machine, and that is where they will stay for more than, I mean, just steady, steady feeding, steady, steady feeding. Now, and this is why I'm bringing that up, you know, I'm thinking, well, 
hold up, wait a minute. If we just took a little bit of that initiative of you trying to win this quick money, you know, and and, and put it toward something, uh, I'm going to use the word positive, okay, (laughs) Um, you know, to help your community or what have you, I think we would be, we would have something, you know, but as it's already been noted and it has been written down, um, we're, we're quickly to take whatever resources we may have and give it away on the hope, uh, on the hope of um, quick money. You know, we're we good for that quick money, trying to get that fast money. You know, so I, I think that that is something that um, we need to look out for as well. Or try and change. Well, huh? I'm Go sorry. Ahead. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was going to respond, but I didn't know you weren't finished. Yes, I'm finished. Go ahead. Well, those are very good points, and it, you, and you brought to my memory something that I saw over the weekend. Uh, a couple of things, as a matter of fact. One was a video on YouTube of a brother who was open carrying, and he was in the subway, and uh, a, a, a white. Uh, law enforcement personnel uh, mm-hmm. approached him and demanded to see his registration for his weapon. Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, no, I'm not going to show you no registration. I don't have to. You you don't know the law. And uh, mm-hmm. so he just continued to repeat, demanding that he show him his registration. And, and then he called for reinforcements. And this great big. I'm talking, I'm not exaggerating. Look like 350 pound dude, a brother in blue or black uniform, whatever, with his badges on, came in and got right up on the other brother and said, what's going on here, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And his body as intimidation and the, even the brother that was open carrying even said, uh, well, uh, excuse me, you, I'm feeling threatened. You're just all up on me, so, you know, would you please mind backing up? So he... Mm-hmm. Uh, the offer, the the other guy that was demanding to see his registration, you know, reiterated that, and uh, so the brother, policeman, said, you know, show your registration, and the guy stood his ground and said, I don't have to show my registration, I'm not showing no registration, and you need to learn the law, and so they had a couple of words back and forth, and then the big brother, if you can call him that, policeman, told him to leave the premises. Told him to get out. And he said, no, I'm not going anywhere. I came in here to get some food. And then the subway personnel refused to um, uh, uh, to serve him. Now, I hope the brother, and I, he probably smart enough to do that since he seems to know the law, uh, you know, in, in, in the subject of his uh, being able to carry his weapon. I hope he sues Subway, okay, mm-hmm. for violating his civil rights. That's a tort violation. Uh, you know, they had no right to refuse uh, him service, and uh, because he's open carrying. Then uh, there was another situation where I saw a video, uh-huh. and this in regard to what you just said, because I'm gonna bring it on home to you, okay? When I tell you, <laughs> just make it work. Uh, it was a short one-minute video on YouTube about a man named Donovan Hunter. Uh, people that are listening can Google that name. You'll really be surprised. This is another quote. Brother, and I'm not man bashing, just so happened these two brothers, okay? Could have been a police woman, but it just so happened they was brothers, so I'm not man bashing here, okay? Okay. (laughs) 
Uh, Donovan Hunter is a sales representative for a company that is uh, selling a called a battle prod that's 5,000 volts uh, and it's being uh, touted as being a non-lethal weapon. How a brother, okay? <laughs> I'm okay. on a battle prod. Don't he know they used to use cattle prods on us? <laughs> Evidently not, huh? <laughs> okay. And what 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 are the the uses for this this um, prod that he has? Well, well, they're selling to the police. Do do, do uh, I need to tell you what the use is? No, no, no. You don't need to say any more. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It, they were at a. Um, uh, like a merchandising, uh, you know, where companies set up a place where people can come and view their products and so forth and, and you right. know, contract to buy their products. That's what this was. And and this brother was representing the company that was making that thing, standing up there proud with it in his hand. And, you know, you can Google that and Google image Donovan Hunter and see or see the one-minute video for yourself. But now that brings me back to, like I said, I'm going to bring it on home to you, right? Right, right. Uh, what what we are you talking about here? What we? Uh, what we? Yeah, prior to me speaking, you were talking about what we could do, we. And, and see, in these two examples was to show there ain't no we. Apart from my grammar. Oh, okay. All right. You, you brought it back. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. I got you. Yeah. And you're absolutely correct. The reason we don't have no we is because... We have been trained and programmed to be about me, 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 not we. Mm-hmm. And these two examples that I just gave you, I think, are very good representations of that very thing, that very behavior. What do you think? I agree with you 100%. I was going to add to that, that, you know, one of the things that a lot of people fail to realize is you cannot control a, a, a people without some inside help. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Absolutely. It's called complicity. Yeah. Your own oppression. Right, right. You know, yeah. and throughout history, that you know, that that has been done. And Consorting so, with the enemy. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> you know, thinking you're going to get treated special because you 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 hanging out with them. Yeah. Ask Jesse Jackson Jr. Did he get treated special? Hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, hold on, let me bring uh, <laughs> Mr. Michigan in. Uh, okay. All right, Mr. Michigan, are you there? What's going on, man? Hey, another one. How much, how much money? How much money you lose at the casino? I'm a feed machine. No. <laughs> oh, are you no. on the penny machine? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, I was on hey, the penny. A, cu- a, cu- a couple, a couple things, man. Just off the last statement, I was in the uh, bank earlier today, uh, and this white guy in front of me, he was up at the teller, and his uh, his jacket, <clears throat> he was leaning over on the counter, and his jacket pulled up a little bit. I noticed he was carrying a weapon. Uh huh. And you know, a couple things went through my mind. One, you know, I don't know who this, you know, uh, white guy is. I mean, you know, we just assume he just, uh, you know, got a legal gun. I don't right. know if any minute he's been trying to rob the bank. I mean, you just didn't know. So when when the sister was making those statements, 
the other thing I thought about, I said, I wonder if that had been me, you know, at that counter and my jacket had came up a little bit and a white guy was behind me and saw me with that pistol. I wonder if he would have reacted the same way I did or even mm-hmm. tried to do more, you know. So that just, you know, I, I thought about that when she was bringing up the point with the brother, you know, with the pistol and stuff like that, with the, um, the big police officer. Um, so, you know, that just go to show you, man, I, this, this concept of everybody walking around with pistols, man, I, <laughs> I don't know about that, man. I don't know if that's, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to turn out good. <laughs> well, I'll tell you know, it, I'll, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, um, I think last week there was an instance where a, a, a black guy was walking somewhere with his weapon going into, a, I think it was a Walmart or something. And he's he got yeah. jumped by two white guys. You see what I'm saying, man? You see yeah. It? Well, don't forget <laughs> so, about the black man that had a toy gun walking through Walmart, and he got killed yeah, by kid. two white yeah. guys. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. the issue is not about guns in the Second Amendment. The issue is about two sets of rules: one for us and one for them. Right. Basically, we 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 can carry guns, but we don't know if we want to let y'all carry none. I mean, that's basically what you. What they're saying to you? Uh, well, it's always been that up, way, even after the Civil yeah, War. The, the, the black soldiers was made to get, turn their weapons in. That's in yeah. history. Yeah. You know, yeah. no guns for Negroes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing that that uh, came to mind was uh, I don't know if either one of you have read the book called Leopold's Ghost, uh, and it, I forget which country it is in Africa <clears throat> where you had the um, I don't know, is the Brussels King or or somebody where he was known for uh, cutting off the limbs of uh, blacks. And so the blacks are still doing that today. I forget which country it is. But some of the blacks were asked, you know, hey, you know, where did you guys get this from? You, No, we, we weren't influenced by, but so when they did, they did a history, and nowhere in the history of that country where – people were cutting off each other's limbs to the degree, you know, right at the elbow. And so it just goes to show you that that's a carryover from the colonization of them when the uh, European was over there, you know, in their stuff. The DRC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but the thing about, the thing that we have, I do think we have to be careful of is this. We have sick black folk within our community. Uh, some are just sick because they're just sick, and then some are sick more sicker because of, you know, the exposure to European culture. But I think what we have to be careful of doing is saying, for instance, you, you hear this argument with blacks when you talk about police officers. Well, the blacks are just as bad as the whites, right? I know you both have heard. All right. Yeah. But one of the things you have to realize is that until you get control of your community and you determine the job description of a black police officer, it wouldn't. It shouldn't surprise us that even if you just turned over to an all-black police force tomorrow, that you would still have blacks uh, with the same mind state. So that shouldn't surprise us. That's also not a reason not to turn those police uh, officers, those communities, into black police officers. That's not a reason not to. So the argument that it's not about color, and I ain't saying nobody made that argument here today, but. Uh, it's just the culture of the police and the blacks going to act just like the whites. They probably will for some time until we can get control of that situation. 
and really change the culture of what it means to be a police in the black community. The last thing I'll say to sister, uh, which sister is that talking? This is Sister Goni. How are you doing, Mr. Hey, Michigan? Hey, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing very well. I just, I did want to say that she, um, she did assess, you know, our situation very well uh, before I, while I was listening to her. I mean, very clear, uh, very concise, and I think until black folk hear it that clear, right, to where they, their mind can't go left or go right, you know, because we love to, <laughs> we can see something in our face and we love to say it's not what, it's not what we see, right? There's a black man hanging, but we love to say, no, it's not a black man, it's just a human hanging. <laughs> Shit like that, right? Well, I'm, uh-huh. And so the individuals who know for certain and can articulate it as well as she did, I do believe we have a responsibility to stay on point, you know what I'm saying, with that message and not to change it, you know, to fit the newest aberration, right? Well, they're clucking black folk upside the head in Tennessee or they're spraying chemicals in the food in uh, St. Louis, right? Or they're discriminating in Tuscaloosa, Alabama at the banks. Those are all distractions. The bottom line is, and Jay-Z said it well, a pitcher needs a mound, and that's what the sister was just saying. How can you be a pitcher and you have no place to pitch from? Hmm. Black folk have never had a place to pitch from in America. And we got to face it. This is a European culture. (laughs) So anyway, that's that's my little two cents. That's your two cents. Yeah, my little two cents. Okay. Well, I sure agree with you, and I would like to share. What helped me be able to see that was my efforts in examining other cultures all Mm -hmm. over the world, you know, and then reflecting on the circumstances that I see we find ourselves in here. So right. uh, that's why I'm always saying if you if you want to know what's going on in America, because we are the most propagandized, lied to people I do believe on the face of the earth. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. And so if you look outside and you study what's going on in other cultures, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's really revealing. And I mean Europe, yeah. Africa, uh, the South America. Uh, and then when you look at your own situation, then you begin to recognize well, you know what? Basically, we have a lot in common with the Palestinians and the Kurds. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you start That's to recognize right. where you walking around just because you can get in your BMW or get on an airplane if you ain't on the no-fly list, which I probably am. I ain't picked. <laughs> I ain't. I'm not gonna fly until they take them X-ray machines out anyway, so they can't have none of my Federal Reserve notes. I, I, and I won't ride on the toll rolls either. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> No, uh, then you start to reflect on just what your real circumstances are and stop touting these illusionary ideas that we, these themes that get put out here oftentimes by some of the enemy's own think tanks. They put memes out here for us to grab a hold of, like, you know, and then we go marching off down the road and we don't ask no questions. Hope and change. Well, what kind of hope and change, bro? <laughs> Well, and I am glad you brought that up. But, you know, I wanted to comment on the Stacey Dash. See, and the thing about it, man, when you when you hear truth and know it, you know, even if it hurts. Now, I don't even know who Stacey Dash is. I don't even know if she's white or black. You know, so let's show you how out of the loop I am. But anyway, 
the things that she was saying is absolutely correct. We have this dual consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. On the one side of our brain, we say we're Americans, <clears throat> but yet we understand the necessity of to uh, of the blackness, right? So we say you got the BET, you got your, you don't find too many whites being a. So we can't have it both ways, right? We better all just saying, okay, we're gonna give you guys y'all culture back, and we're gonna do our own thing. I mean. What's what's so hard about that, man? I don't. For some reason, we feel like we got to be joined at the hip with white folks. Where do we get that from? I tell you where we got it from. I give you examples: uh, Greenwood, Archer, and Pine, where they dropped uh, 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 some kind of stuff from the air. A farmer flew his plane and bombed them out in the move. Uh, people, that those are two good examples of where we might have got that from. You know, they kind of drove that point home in in different ways. It, uh, and then the Black Panthers was minding their own business, trying to feed the children and teach them and so forth. And 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 then what happened to them? So you know, uh, it's called uh, fear-induced. Um, what do they call that? Uh, complex post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay. Uh-huh. it with fear. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Well, well, we're gonna have to face our fears here sooner or later. Sooner. Yeah, I think it's gonna be more sooner than later. Than um, later, there we go. I'm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me bring. Uh, right. Let's see. I think Elvira and Wesley into the conversation. Hey, how uh, y'all doing, man? We're doing Please, fine. Doing? Yeah, I we got some information. I got some information to share with y'all. I don't know if y'all know. If you got a birth certificate and a social security card, they trade every one of us on Wall Street. They got an account, man. We got an account. You got if you want to see see uh, how much you got uh, in your account with Chase Bank, man. You see a birth certificate and your social security card on the bottom of your birth certificate. You'll see a red number, right? And on the back of your social security card, you'll see that same red number. So. If you go to the website of Chase Bank, put in your name, put in that red number, put in that uh, your Social Security number without the dashes, and you will see how much they trading you are on you on, on on Wall Street, how much you really worth. They only gonna let you in that website one time, so that uh, you go check it out and you you'll see how we getting pimped real good, man. So I just want to tie that into Sister Nagoma saying something about going through the uh, airport X-ray machine. Uh, but uh, that's deep, man. Y'all check that out, man. Okay. All right. Thank you, Wesley. Um, yeah, I think we we've had we had shows on that before. So yeah, but that's a good thing. In Chase, huh? Yeah, you go in there and look at you go in there and look at your own. See how much money you really work. Mm. How much money are you worth? I never did go in there yet, man. Because when I, I I talked to another brother that went in there, he checked out his account. Because when I go, I, I'm gonna go one time. You only get one time to go to that website to look at it. So, but I'm gonna go soon and check it out. Okay. All right. Another brother, he, he he went there. He went there and he showed me uh, the printout of how much he was worth. And because uh, you got to try to print it out real fast or whatever, you can save it because they ain't gonna let you in that website but one time. Mm. So when you, when you go in there, you got to make it good, make it count. So I want to make sure I be able to print and do all that 
and uh, so I can you know have a printer at the same time printing it out. Okay. All right. I understand. That makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. All right. Um, let's see. Elvira, are you there? I think that's Elvira. Maybe not be. Okay. Area code 540. 540, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How y'all doing? Okay, doing fine. I'm sorry. Yeah, good. <laughs> I just, it's the first time I called y'all's show. My name is Jabbar. Um, okay. Welcome to one the show, One of the issues I think that we have as a people, and it, it's something that I've kind of recently discovered, is that we don't know the difference between law and uh, a code is. And I heard someone mention on, on the station about how we need to make sure these police officers um, are trained properly, if, if I'm not mistaken. But here's the thing. The police officers in these in these municipalities do not even have the right to arrest someone if they're not breaking the common law. And the common law consists of trespassing, harming someone's property, causing a public uh, nuisance, um, or causing harm to, to property. Um, now, I know we all remember the, the young lady who got stopped for a traffic violation and she ended up hanging herself in the jail. If we knew what a traffic stop really is, then we could have that police officer arrested because traffic, according to law, is commerce or trade or the exchange of products and goods. Hmm. So when that police officer stopped this young lady on a supposed traffic violation, he had no evidence that she was in, actually involved in any traffic. But because we as people and our black, quote-unquote, black attorneys do not know law, real law, that is what allows police officers to do what they want to do with members of our society who do not know the difference between law and what a code is. Another right. another another prime example is this. I'm assuming everyone here has what is called a vehicle or a car. However, what you may not realize is that that thing that you call a vehicle or a car is not that at all in law. What it is is an automobile. And the difference between a car, an automobile, and a vehicle is this. A vehicle in law is a device that is used to transport people and property, such as a taxi cab, such as your your bus system that may take people for a fee from one place to another. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are vehicles and those are cars because they are used in the business of transportation. 
Your automobile mm. is a device that you use private locomotion. Mm. And locomotion okay. is a movement. It's, it's just your movement from place to place. It has nothing to do with you paying anyone to go from place to place or you taking someone to go from place to place. So said all that to, to basically say this, until we as people start to understand the difference between law and, and statutes and codes are, we're going to continue to be abused. We don't hold our leaders to those same standards of of, of law, then, hey, we deserve what we get for the most part. And for those of us who understand the difference, we know how to protect ourselves. So hmm. you're not you're not going to hear those of us complain because we know how to defend ourselves. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know. Uh, uh, yes. Go ahead, Sister Ngoni. Oh, you go ahead first. No, I was just going to say whoever making that noise need to stop, but I found it. So go ahead. I wanted to ask a question. Um, to uh-huh. the brother. Greetings, brother. Greetings. Uh, my name is Sister Ngoni, and uh, I, I know what you just shared is accurate. Uh, I spent quite a while studying these things over the past years. And I know of cases where there are people that can move freely because they uh, know how to handle themselves, and then there's others who don't fare so well, even though they may be aware of what you just shared. I can give you an example, a man named Dean Clifford, who spent 16 months in prison without a trial, uh, challenging the very thing that you're talking about, and he's Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, uh, sometimes we try to challenge things if we don't know how to handle ourselves properly, and we may not live after the, you know, challenge. And the other thing I wanted to say is, Technically, we don't have law in America. We are under public policy since 1933 after the bankruptcy because the judiciary was removed. Uh, And um, we don't have police officers. We have law enforcement personnel whose job it is to protect uh, property for corporations, which we know uh, all the municipalities, the townships, the counties, the states – and the federal uh, district are all incorporated. So, you know, um, I'm not trying to uh, to to uh, discredit anything that you said, because as I say and I repeat, it's accurate. But uh, you're talking about common law, and uh, we have contracted by getting licenses, and what they're doing fraudulently is using – uh, the Uniform Commercial Code, Admiralty Maritime Law, which really we don't come under as natural persons, but as you said, we're not educated, you know, the way we should be in understanding that. But you can be as educated as you want to, but when they have guns and cattle prods and tasers and all, and you know, and they are being trained now to shoot tase or whatever first and ask questions later. You can't even have a decent conversation with most of these uh, people the way they're being trained now. So it's it's kind of, you know, scary to me uh, 
you know, common law is not really respected, and neither is the Constitution, which I know the Constitution didn't really apply to us, but, you know, uh, and it doesn't protect our rights because it just it was supposed to acknowledge the rights that we have inherently that we are born with. But these people are psychopaths and sociopaths, and obviously, uh, based on what they're doing here and around the world, they have no regard for life and liberty. So we have to be very careful. And I want to say one last thing, Mr. Talk, and that is to Brother Wesley. It's uh-huh. not what you're worth when you go look that up on Dun & Bradstreet or uh, at the central, uh, whichever central uh, bank your numbers on the back of your Social Security and birth certificate tell you where you, my account is in Georgia. So I already looked mine up. But you know what? It's not, that's not what you're worth. That's what your straw man is worth. And you didn't create that trust. So you can go down the road thinking you're going to dig in there and get your black card or your white card. I, I didn't see a whole lot of folks that don't look like us get end up in prison trying to do that stuff. So be careful. That's all I want to tell people. Be very careful. And these, uh, uh, what is this? It was, uh, uh, oh, gosh, what is it? It was uh, a lot of people were doing these uh, something. Oh, gosh, it's been so long now. It's something. Oh, I can't remember the acronym, but they were getting large sums of money. And see, the IRS will lay back and let you send your paperwork in and, and, and so forth. And two or three years may go by before the feds show up at your door. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know a brother in Philadelphia got 90 years. But I can't remember what this thing is. It was very popular. Good. 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 All right. Island? Yeah. <laughs> I just took one of your buddies and, down. And, you know, so, and, and yeah, one thing that I've learned over the years in following this is they go by the law or, quote, the rule, not the mm. law, but, you know, the rule or whatever is out there under the negotiable instruments uh, codes and all that stuff. They go by that, you know, cross all their T's and dot their I's. But when enough people start catching on and doing it, then they change the rules in the middle of the game. And then they come back and get people. That's what they've been doing. Well, can, 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 can I comment on, on what you said? This yes, is sir. Brother yeah. Um, I mean, I agree with, with kind of everything that you say, but I don't know if you've ever read the Administrative Procedures Act. Um, I haven't read the whole thing, but I, I studied under Rod Class for a while. And uh, you, you heard of Rod Class? I, I, I know Rod Class. When Rod Class was in D.C. going through his gun case, I was he in did. I was in the courtroom for all of his hearings. So I, I know. Okay, Rod very good. So that's where I learned my little little bit that I know. I'm not no authority on any of it. Very well. Now, if if you read the Administrative Procedures Act. If you go to Section 10 of that Act, it clearly tells you that any decision that violates constitutional principles, those decisions are to be set aside and voided. I know, brother. I know that. But see, here's my point. They're not honoring the Constitution, nor do they go by common law. They're enforcing Uniform Commercial Code, and we have contracted by getting licenses and certificates and birth certificates and marriage licenses and so forth, which we have uh, volunteered to fall under their jurisdiction. 
So so all I'm saying is to be careful. I'm not saying people shouldn't stand up and study. I think it's a wonderful thing uh, to know as much as you can about what's supposed to be, but I'm just trying to let the people know it's not that easy just because you can quote uh, the administrative law or you can quote this uh, procedure or so forth, you know, uh, because they're not honoring. It's lawless out here now. They're doing what they want to do. I'm going to see what they want. They want people to be scared. Once everybody starts doing this and waking up, that's what they want. They go off of fear. Speaking about fear, okay, well, thank you, Mr. Talk, for letting me share. I'm done. Let me say this. Fear is one thing, but what they rely most upon is your ignorance. That's what they rely upon because once you know what you know, fear leaves. So they lose fear once you know what you know. So but I, I want to ask a question. Did it seem to you that I was trying to perpetuate fear, brother? Oh, no, no, no. This is not an attack on you. So no, 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 no. I, brother Wesley responded that way, and I just was asking you, did it seem like I was coming from a place of fear? No, 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 not at all. Uh, not I'm not all. coming from No, not, not at all. Please, no. <laughs> Please don't, don't take it that way. But, but. Let me let me continue to say what I wanted to say here. What they have done, they have they haven't suspended the Constitution. What they've done is come up with the administrative procedures, which they put above the Constitution, and they are working in in commerce. But the way that you get back to the Constitution is you have to go through the Administrative Procedures Act. But when you make your argument on paper, that is, and you have to make the proper argument because if 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 you're talking about you have the right to travel and and the Constitution says this and the Constitution says that, that is not going to work for you. When I started out my com my my my, my call here, I pointed out the definitions of what a, basically what a driver is, what an automobile is, what a vehicle is. Those that's how you attack. You have to you have to point out to them the real meaning of the words that they use on their charging instruments. That's what you have to attack. The language. Not that you have the right to travel. They all know you have the right to travel, but they are working under the presumptions that you are in commerce. And the way that you rebut that is you go to the meaning of their words, which is clearly spelled out in their codes. And that is what Rod Class did in his gun case. He went to the meaning of firearm because they use firearm in a general sense, knowing that you're not going to go look up the act, which gives you the definition of what a firearm is. I so saw with an 18-inch barrel, that's right, and there's a whole bunch of our brothers in jail under firearm charges that are there under fraud and illegally. Exactly. So they did. So their, I'm saying their attorney did not make the proper argument. I sat there in Rod's case, and Rod brought the definition of firearms up in his case. You know, the judge walked off the bench. His attorney told Rod, Rod, you beat us. But we cannot allow you to win this case. They know what these words mean. Rod brought up what a person is. The judge would not respond to him. I was there. I witnessed it. So when you make an argument, 
you got to attack the language. Not that I have the right to travel. They know this. Not that the but one thing, we shouldn't be arguing with them because they have formed a law society, and they have it, it, it is, um, their language is, um, what do you call it when you, uh, intellectual property, what do you call it when you, uh, copyright, is copyrighted. Uh, and we we shouldn't even be arguing with them. We we shouldn't even be up in their courts because I know you're right about administrative law. And basically, if you think about it, all that is is colonial law. Okay, that's what they're doing, and they're administering the bankruptcy. It's all about money. It's not about no justice. And I know I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. I can tell you already know that, you know. Uh, but so we really shouldn't be up in their courts because we're not a part of the law society, and really they don't have jurisdiction. Uh, we give it to them. When we go up in there and you get an attorney who's got a bar card, they, they've sworn an oath to the British accredited registry. So right away, you can't even speak for yourself. So we, we, we go in uh, in a bad situation when we cross the bar and go on and step onto their uh, in their jurisdiction. We shouldn't be arguing with them. They, they really don't have any uh, right to, to, to bother us, but we have to do some things, I guess, to get out from under their clutches, and I guess that would be. But, see, that's a lot. Everybody doesn't have the ability, the time. They're trying to struggle to maintain their self in life, feed their children. So it takes brave people like you, brother, uh, to lead the way, and I commend you for what you're doing uh, you know, uh, but just know that everybody can't do that. I don't know if you have children or a family or a wife or whatever, but everybody can't do it. I, you know, I, you know. I, I agree. First of all, thank you for 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 that compliment, and, and you know, I do agree with you. Um, but but I, I will say this: we need we need to be talking about solutions, and the only solution is going that's going it's going to that's going to come. I mean, that there is that I see at this moment in time is getting into their definitions. And that that anybody can do. But now if you're you playing go, their game, okay? Now you're playing their game. They're a law society, a private law society. Who they, Even the, these executive orders that Obama's passing don't have anything to do with us. But soon as they announce on the news that he didn't come out with a, a mandatory this or they passed a law for mandatory vaccines, we automatically assume that means we fall under their just – know that they lie they've been lying for i don't know how long telling parents like you said brother based on ignorance well your children can't go to school because it's the law they have to be vaccinated and that's a barefaced lie there is no law that they have to be vaccinated that's right i'll say this honestly we if you knew maybe the the legal definition of five words Or we could put a crimp in their system. And the five words would be a driver, the difference between a vehicle and an automobile, a driver's license. Now, a dri- having a driver's license does not put you into contract with them. The definition of a driver's license means any license or permit to drive a motor vehicle that is issued under or issued by a state. Now, just because something, just because you have it, or just because it's issued to to you, or just because you it authorizes you to do something, doesn't mean that at the time, place, and location where you got stopped, that you were engaged 
As That's true, brother, but let me clarify why I said that. Because the majority don't know that, and so if they're stopped and they have a driver's license, the first thing that that uh, cop is going to do is ask for your registration and your driver's license. As soon as you hand it to them, you just contract it with them. Just put yourself in their jurisdiction. So if they don't know what you know, that's how they get caught up in contracting with them. And, and, and it's not, it's, trust me, I, I've been stopped. There's nothing I, I don't mind getting stopped because I give them what they need, and then I go back, and I already have my argument on paper because I've done it so many times, and I submit it, and my tickets get dismissed. Oh, you oh, so you just in other words, you're saying that you just you deal with them in, in, in at the courthouse. You just you just give them what they ask for so that they don't get a chance to accost you and so forth, and then you hit them on the other end exactly. at the courthouse. Be- you you can't win with the police officer. You can't. So why? I agree. That's why I was warning the people. Don't think just because you might know these definitions of these words that these people shoot first and ask questions later or tase first and ask questions later. So I was just making sure, you know, that the people don't think because they know these definitions that somehow that's going to save them from these uh, these brutes that are being trained to manhandle people out here on the street. That's all I was saying. <laughs> yeah, all right. I mean – I said, all you just you may need to learn five definitions, even if you have to go to court. The moment the judge or the prosecutor says, uh, "Well, sir, you were driving in a vehicle," well, well, hold up. According to your code, this is a vehicle. I don't have a vehicle. I have an automobile, which is for my private locomotion. It, it, it's it's really not difficult. Like I said, maybe five definitions. Let, let, Mr. Javon, let me ask you a question here, brother. Um, yes. And, I mean, you've given out some great information, and I do understand what you're saying. However, but where are you getting these um, definitions from? Well, if, if well, you can get them online. You can go to the United States Code online. Tell you what, if you give me your email address, I can email you what I have and fill Free to spread it. If that's okay. if you want, yeah. it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, well, that way I can, I can give you my email. Address. Address. I can give okay. you my email. Whatever you want to do, it doesn't matter to me because this information needs to get out. I agree. I agree. So okay. I'll tell you what, let me give you all my email address. Shoot me an email. I'll give you what I have. Okay. All right. We can, we can do that. We can okay. do that. Yeah. My email right. address, let me know when y'all ready. I'm sure this will be recorded as well. It's yeah. first, like F I R S T, no, K N O W, I T H Y, self, S E L F, at gmail.com. So it's no, it's first. Know thyself at gmail dot com. Send me an email. Put it just put in the subject line um, definitions, and I'll know it's from you. And I'll I'll send you my my PDF and every you know whatever I have that can help you a lot. And like I said, spread it. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll Are you going. a private attorney general? No, I am not a private. I don't call myself a private attorney general. Um, I am a Moorish American, and, and, and that's another thing that we have to, as, as people 
who have melanin in our in our skin. When we refer to ourselves as black, that denotes to slavery, and that makes you, whether you accept it or not, that makes you state property, that makes you a person, an artificial corporate entity. So that's something else you have to correct, your status. You can't keep referring to yourself as black, Negro, African American. Those are not part of the human family. So my nationality, I am of Moorish descent. Mm -hmm. I used to be black when I didn't know myself, but now I know myself. So that's why I go by the handle, first know thyself. You have to know who you are. Hmm. Okay. Well, Um, I consider my master teacher, Taj Tariq Bey. I'll say no more. (laughs) Islam. Uh (laughs) Yes, sir. Islam. And you know what that means. Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're, you're giving out some great information on both. What, how can I put it? What about those that, that, that say, well, this is just another conspiracy theorist? You know, this is somebody just spilling out stuff just to, you know, what would you say to that? Okay, conspiracy theory about about what? About? About the definitions, about the law. You know, everything you've spoken about here on the show today. Well, when I send you my PDF, I'm, I'm going to send you one of my sample arguments. Mm-hmm. You'll see okay. the definitions. You, you'll see the actual code that you can go to, and you'll see it right right there. I mean, you, you're just going to see it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the, the code, the statute, where you can go and look up the definition. Online. Or if you have hey, a black. I want to ask you a question, man. Hey, hey my brother, do you, do you have, I want to ask you a question. I just sent you an email. Okay, so I want the definition. But uh, my question is, do you own a mortgage or a piece of land or anything? Actually, I own my home. It's it's paid for. However, it's still in my Christian name. And... That is something that I'm working towards getting into my um, free national name. So I'm I am basically out of debt. Because okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I save and I don't spend on unnecessary things, and I work. I have I'm employed. Okay. And one thing that I try to tell my family members, um, I, I just came back from visiting my mom about three weeks ago. My aunt was over there, and she got a, a, a speeding ticket. And I tried to explain to her, look, don't don't pay for that ticket. I know how to get you out of it. Well, it went in one ear and out the other. So I'm assuming she ended up paying for it. So that's money out of her pocket that she could have used to put towards something else. And it, it's happened to other members of my, of my family. I tell them, look, don't pay these tickets. I know how to do it. I've got, and I have gotten my sister and her husband out of a few tickets. 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the reason why I think I'm I'm out of debt is because I fight because I work too hard for what I for what I, for what I make, and I I keep whatever I can. And if it means for me having to learn something to keep my money, when I know it's being extorted, then that's what I'm gonna do. And fortunately, it's it's worked for me. And more of us need to do that, y'all. Okay, let me, I'm going to ask you another question. You don't have to answer this if you don't. Uh, do you pay uh, income taxes on uh, on whatever money you get? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I've, I have not mastered how to not pay taxes. I do believe in paying my taxes because they go for the services that are that my county provides or that, that the municipality provides for where I live. I don't I don't have a problem doing that. Um, I don't like my taxes going towards things that aren't that in in a wasteful manner, you know what I mean? Like I don't I don't like paying taxes to go for politicians' salaries or government employees who, who may not do anything or who may waste money. As long as I can see something being done with the money, I don't mind paying it. But if it but, see, if, I, I, but if my taxes I Raising them too you much, got, you, then I'm going to have got, to reconsider. <laughs> we got taxation without representation. I.e., we sponsoring our own demise, man. When we pay taxes, then the money go go to the police department. They go shooting us down. I.e., look at the people that flint. They were paying taxes, and, and then their money went for for subsidizing that water department that ended up killing other folks, man. See, that's what I'm that's that's what I'm trying to get at, man. If you get yep. if we quit paying taxes, I know it can't be scared, man. Somebody got I be the crash kid dummy. Okay? Well I, I don't pay no taxes. Okay? They come after me, I I can uh, almost go under the skies of being a more give taxation without representation. So I can't I can't pay for my own demise, man. I can't well, do you, it, man. You know what you you know what you can do in your community? Tell people how or or what is what how can I say it? The constitution says if there's gonna be any taxes, they have to be apportioned, meaning they have to be divided up equally among the people. See with a community who don't wanna pay tax, who have an issue with that, then y'all need to come together Get get the, the definition of what taxes is and how it applies, who it applies to, and take it to your your mayor or the person in your city. But you and know what, brother? That's that's huh. another trick of language because at the federal level, we're not paying income taxes. We're paying usury fees for using a private foreign currency. Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay. that money is not really money, it's Federal Reserve notes, which is promissory notes or what you call, uh, uh, what's another term, promissory note, uh, it's a debt note. Debt so, note yeah. so, so really you can't own anything because, number one, there's no allodial title uh, because there's no money because uh, it's a debt note. So you can't own something uh, exchanging a debt note for it. You can you can discharge, but you can't pay for anything since 1933 under the bankruptcy. I agree with you on mm-hmm. that. I don't mm-hmm. I don't I don't have a issue, I don't have an issue with you on that, not at all. Mm-hmm. Do but You're do right. I? But 
in, in, in common language, do I pay taxes? Yes. Do I mind paying taxes? Mm, well, I see a need for them in my community now because they do put that money towards my garbage pickup and, you know, fire departments, streets, blah, blah, blah. But if these quote-unquote taxes go up, then, like I said, I have the right to change my position and say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'll come back and say, wait a minute. You know, I'll make an issue of it when when I feel it affects me. Mm. Just as all well, of us should. If something affects you, you, you need to address it. Well, I, I say our money shouldn't be going to the police department, man. I.e., uh, it's a community, a black community in, in Atlanta called Vine City, okay, under the, the, this uh, local organizing committee, what the Minister Farrakhan set up and what some brothers set up, they set up their own, uh, like, conflict resolution. It's basically their own police department. See, if I have a, somebody have a beef with somebody else, instead of calling the poor beast, they go to the brothers uh, that's in, uh, uh, over this little group, and they be like the mediator and come between two black people that's got a dispute, and then they sell it without no violence or nothing, man. So I would rather for my money to go to them, my tax money to go to them, instead of calling these doggone uh, overseers of the plantation. And, I heard and one that. more thing. And see, uh, another thing about this court system. That's why you can't never find no attorney to help you out and represent you because uh, uh, my sister Nagoma is right. They consider us dead. When they serve that paper, it's called a writ of habeas corpus. You know what that means? It means bringing the dead. Okay? That's what mm-hmm. a writ of habeas corpus means. And them lawyers, they work for the court, the corporation, and when they pass that bar exam and, and they get that uh, jurisprudence license, they swear to work for the state corporation. They put their hands behind their back and take some kind of oath called Adrian Cologne. That's what that's what a, a attorney told me or an ex attorney told me because they they disbarred him or messing with him, so he's telling everything. So that's why you can't never find no lawyer to help you out, man. So they take that oath to the state to the corporation called a, a Andros Cologne or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, Mister Mike, uh, let's talk. My mic still on, bro. Yeah, we hear you, man. Yeah, you know I, I was going to say, man, just listen to the brother, and I. For the most part, I could kind of sense he was a more. Um, you know, one one of the things we gonna we can know for sure is that you have a plethora of groups, Africans or whatever you want to call yourself, Africans, black folk within America. We have tried every which way you could think to to deal with this European culture. So I think that's a good thing because I think all of them have a history, whether it be Moors. Islamic, Pan-African, Gemetic, Christian, right? And all of them have tried within the best of their ability to see what the best approach is to deal with this European culture. That's the first thing I want to say. The second thing I want to say is the the underlying principle of man-made law. Just listen to me. A constitution is not a natural law or a law from the creator. These are laws that men create as a baseline 
for which they will use to organize themselves or deal with each other. That's it, period. You can take that same Constitution, uh, fill it up, take a piece of paper of it, fill it up with marijuana, and smoke it like a blunt, right? So man-made law is only good when you have men who plan on operating off of some type of universal natural law. A constitution does not guarantee that. So the concept of... Okay, just let let me finish, brother, because here's here's ultimately what we know from our experience. And Taj Tariq Bacon, I know him very well as well. And I think he's been locked up two or three times, right? Okay. So if you have a man who does not plan on dealing with you above board, it doesn't make a difference what he has written on paper. And I think that was kind of the nature of what Sister Ngoni was saying. It had nothing to do it with was. So, so, So here's what I'm going to tell you to do, right? Whatever sect of black folk in America you believe, offers you the best approach in navigating through this European community. I don't think no one has a, a how would you say, this type of, a, um, you know, our way is the better way, right? You have more say, let's go this route. You have comedic say, let's go this route. Whichever way you feel like you can use to navigate this European culture, go for it. But here's what you better do. If you got that document in your left hand, this constitution that they wrote, you need a pistol in your right hand. So when, he, so when he doesn't acknowledge you with that piece of paper, you better be ready to put a bullet in his head. Wow. That's, that's some deep stuff. I And can I look at this one? Real quick. I at, promise. Look at this one. You got it. Uh, on. Man. Law. Okay, go ahead, man. All right. Um, go ahead, Sister Donnie. I got two more people I need to bring in. Okay, I'll be real quick. I just wanted to say to to Mr. Michigan, a constitution, and I agree with what he said, a constitution is written by a constitutor to pass a debt onto a body politic. That's what that was for. All constitutions, because all nation states are corporations, and they're all plugged into the IMF and the World Bank. So that's it. I'm, thank you, Mr. Talk. All right. Well, could I, could I, uh, uh, so you got to look at it this way. You got, uh, you got human, and then you got Mankind, all right? And this mankind system, that's what Dr. Francis Quest Wilson was talking about. This system is set up. It's all illusion, man. This whole court system, everything is backward witchcraft, man. From high, from how hollow rules out there. So everything is ass backwards, man. So you got, see these, these, these you got mankind overruling the new man now, man. So we live, because we, cause that, that we the original man. And then you got these carbon copies, mankind, that's running this whole planet, man. So it's all, like my brother just said before, man, they got this system so down, they got the game so tight now, ooh, it's only God himself going to be able to straighten this out, man. All right. Thank you, Mr. Wesley, for that. Um, let me welcome to the show um, Sarge and Renee. Welcome both Hello of y'all. Hello there, brother, brother Talk, and all my colleagues on the air, <laughs> to whom I have not spoken to since last Captain year. Captain America. Captain since America. Last What's year. up, brother? Now, now, now you got to understand, for constitutionalists like me, to hear some of the things I've just been hearing is a bit grating. So I'm not going to try to dissuade any of y'all from your beliefs. 
You're free to continue to believe him if you want to. However, I would simply like to add mine to the fray because I definitely don't agree with you. And the one thing, when, when people say the Constitution is, uh, is, is because all governments are corporations and therefore it is simply to ensure your debt to a corporation, that's not what the Constitution is written for. It's not what the United States Constitution is written for or most other constitutions in the world. The United States Constitution was written for the purpose of, A, limiting the power of the federal government primarily, and, B, to enumerate the powers therein of the federal government and the respective uh, responsibilities, obligations, and powers of the corporate entities attached thereto, such as the states, which, by the way, aren't really attached to the federal government. They created the federal government. And we, the people, the power that we, the people, have over the rest of the shebang. Now, when I heard another person say, I heard another person say that uh, taxes are supposed to be distributed equally among people. That's not true. It just isn't true. Article 1, Section 2. I'm going to read this very short sentence. It don't take long to read it. It says, representatives and direct taxes. Ta- t- direct taxes are taxes such as income that are levied on the income or profits of the people who pay it rather than on goods or services. That's what direct taxes. Income tax is the best example. It says right here, representatives and direct taxes shall be apportioned among the several states, which may be included within the union according to respective numbers and the basis they used to do it on was on the census, which they would hold every 10 years. And that's where they had to determine what proportion of the federal budget each state would have, each state, state, not people, but how the state would tax the people to send the state burden of the income tax to the federal government. That's all. Nothing more, nothing about taxes being equal or nothing like that. It was up to the states to determine how to levy the taxes on, the, on their respective populations, and they would send it in. That's why they passed the 16th Amendment, so they could just directly tax the people without having to resort to an apportionment. All right. Well, thank you, Sarge. Oh, we lost Sarge. <laughs> okay. I'm sure he'll call back in. All right, Renee, are you there? Hi, Renee. Hi. Um, I've been listening for a little bit. Um, uh-huh. I've been moving around, so I heard a little bit for a few minutes. Um, but... Um, well, sorry to come on here with this constitution and all this, but um, Mr. Michigan was on point. Um, Sister Angoni was on point. Um, the other brother, I heard when I first called, I heard uh, someone talking about some definitions and. Yeah, brother Jabal. I didn't hear the. Yes. Okay, I didn't. How you doing? Peace. I didn't hear the whole conversation, but. You know, what I would say to that is um, basically what, what I just heard Mr. Michigan say, which is that if you got the Constitution in one hand, like you, you're coming to, to these people with paperwork or coming to these people um, with definitions or, you know, here are your codes, here are your laws, and here are your, you know, what you set, set aside. I mean, it really means nothing. And the reason I say that is because, this entire system is based upon uh, the white man changing the law when he's ready to. He's violated every treaty <laughs> he's ever had, every law, every whatever. He will violate it in an instant. 
If it means creating a midnight session to change the law or to do what needs to be done, it'll happen. So I, I personally do not think that black people, um, that it's advantageous of us to try to use their system against them. Like, that's not going to happen. I'm not saying that, excuse me, some people can't have, you know, small victories, so I feel you on that. Some people may may perhaps get some tickets or something, you know, um, they may wipe them away or whatever or, you know, some things like that. So those can be, you know, small victories for some people. But on any type of real level that's going to be substantial, I don't, I don't think so. And, um, you know, Sergeant was talking about the Constitution, and he always gets me with that because <laughs> he's, you know, what does he call himself, a constitutionist or whatever. But, okay, so the Constitution was written in 1787. Okay, where were our ancestors at that time? They were in chains, or they were in the plant, in the fields. Oh please! No, they I, were I, not. I ask hold, questions hold you on, must not want an answer to. You were allowed to speak. Yeah, All well, right. you can speak for a while too. Hold on, hold no, on. No, I have not like you. But anyway, so yeah, like me at least. Our people. I've been timing you. Our Go ancestors were not part of the Constitution. They were not part of the That's benefit. not true. Let me say that. Of the benefit of That's the Constitution. Okay. No, black people were not going to. We were property. Do you know chattel slavery is the ownership? That means you are like a piece of property. You are like a farm animal. You are owned. You are the possession of someone. Okay? I'll now, if you were someone's possession, excuse me, if you are someone's possession, then you are not a person, right? You do not ref- you're not reflected in the Constitution for the rights in the Constitution. Now you can talk about the Thirteenth Amendment, right? January thirty first, eighteen sixty five. But we see even within that, that was made an exception so that we can have mass incarceration today. And not only that, even after the abolishment of slavery. What else you have? You still had all the other things come through, Jim Crow and the Black Codes and all of that kind of stuff. So please don't get on. You always do that. You come and you stand on this Constitution as a black man like it really represents you. They violate black folks' constitutional rights Oh, I'm not claiming to represent no black people. Uh-uh, you are. Not me. Nuh-uh. Okay. Uh-uh. All right. You go ahead. You go ahead. I mean, you've been going for a while now. Let's not try to pretend you haven't. So now let me get a word in edgeways since you tell me what it – now look. Now it's true. <laughs> hey, Wes, go. I'll do respect to my sister, man. Okay, I, I, I wonder if she realized that before these Europeans came over here, there was 14 uh, black uh, indigenous uh, people over here that had their own government and constitution, all right? The, uh, the number one notable one is uh, the, the first one was uh, Matthew Hanson. I mean, John Hanson. Look up John Hanson. He's on the $2 bill. You can see it, okay? And all due respect, I'm not speaking the of first, that. 
I'm well, thinking let me of finish what my we're point. under. Ma'am, 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 ma'am. Can I finish my point? Okay. But all these Spanish Europeans got over here and flipped the law. These indigenous people, black people, had their own constitution, their own confederation of government. Okay. These, I agree with you. These Europeans came over here and, and flipped the script and signed these treaties with these Moors, some Moors, for, for to have some slaves. There were some black people that had slaves too. All right. So that's yeah. my point. Oh my God. God. First slave owner in the United States, see, black man. See, this is what, see this right here. This right that's true. here. That's true. We live in this fantasy, black folks, and with all due respect to you as well, sir, but black folks, we live in these, these fantasy worlds we make for ourselves, right? So, yes, absolutely, I know that there were already black people here. I absolutely know that and understand that. Right, but if we talk about the reality of our condition for over the last four hundred plus years, it is within this system that this white man created. Right, so we got to deal with today. That's the constitution we under right now is the European's constitution. So what good is it? That's fine to know. And as Dr. Amos Wilson said, know your history for two reasons, so that you are informed. So it, it can inform and inspire, but also so that you can correct the wrongs made in the future, right? So we got to deal with where we at now. So I respect hey, hey, what man, you can said. I, can, I, can I jump in there, Mr. Talk? It's Michigan. Yeah, go ahead, Michigan. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I've said this before, sorry. One of the things that, that really can sum up uh Probably what's going on here is you got you have a lot of different worldviews. Let me give you an example. I said to Sarge one time, if me and him walked down the street and saw three black men hanging from a tree, I would say, hey, man, we need to do something about the hanging of black men. Sarge would say, no, we need to do something about the hanging of men, period. <laughs> but, but that was... There was not just any men hanging up there. All three of them were black. So we're talking about different worldviews, right? Whether Do you know or not who, you feel hung, like you can... who hanged them? Who hanged them? Don't you want to find out yeah. who hanged them? Or are you just going to make an assumption? <laughs> well, okay, but first of, all, first of all, you have to acknowledge who's hung. I, you, well, I will. Men, okay, you, men, black men, men, you, men, you, <laughs> men, you don't even agree on... <laughs> who's hanging? No, I disagree. Right? There are three <laughs> black men hanging. Okay. Let's find right. out who so hanged then, the three black men. And That's I'm what with I say. Now, if we now if we follow that path, I think we can get to some solution. So you have different. No, but you, you, you you're acting as though the only reason we All need right. to find out is because they're black men hanging. No, see, and you let me say, you see how he still missed the point. The point was <laughs> I was able to identify that it was three black men, and you wasn't. Do you get it, dude? His call dropped again. It's, it's, it's still over his head. That was and you know, can I pick Mr. Talk? <laughs> yes, you yeah, can. But that, that, was the, that, that, was the whole, that was the whole point of it. Go ahead. Okay. The Constitution, uh, the debt was passed to the citizens because of the bankers' cartel finances both sides of wars. So that's the reason why I said the Constitution was written by a constitutor to pass a debt to a body of people. Now, I know the story that Sarge tells 
is the status quo mythical story about the great white nation of North America, okay? But there's other stories and there's other history that they don't report on. You're right. That's okay. all I got to say. Well, just report on yours. I'll report on mine. Let people make up their minds. Well, I, hey, that's my report. policy. I don't that's have an my, objection. That's my policy. Like you have an I don't objection to me to anybody to believe anything I say. Go look for yourself. That's all no, I no, say. No, no, fine. I have. Believe me. When you told me things, I've gone and researched it, and I'm afraid it makes me all the more reason I reject it. Well, that's fine. You know, there's different. I'm saying, like, you can make make your narrative. I'll make mine. Let's make. Let I, make I'm not I challenging you. I just clarified my statement. It wasn't anything about you. All right, that's fine. Uh, and you know, be, like uh, Mr. Michigan said, we're coming from different worldviews, different perspectives. We read different information, and so there it is. <laughs> I wasn't there in 1789, so I don't think you were either. But I do know one thing, though. I have read the Articles of Confederation. It states in there, quite frankly, that in order for you to be a citizen of one of these countries that were countries before they became states, which is where the Anglos get their nationality status from, you have to be considered white. Now, that's in the, con- that's in the con- Articles of Confederation. Not, that's not my conspiracy theory. That's in the Articles of Confederation, okay? You're right. Boom. You're right. Wow. So we, we're the ones who don't have a nationality. You can pretend like you have one if you want to, Sarge, but we really don't have one, okay? <laughs> I would like to know well, from Sarge. Um, well, hold on. He's not here he, yet. His, his call oh, keeps okay. Yeah, his call keeps dropping. But I agree with you, both of y'all, Nagoma and Renee. You're right, Renee. We got to deal with what we at right now. But how they don't strip and twist all this lie and, and trying to dog untangle this web of deception. You're right. right. It's all it's all a deception. Even the internet. Okay. Why you think they call it a web? Why y'all think they call that a web? Okay. Mm-hmm. And who's in the middle of the web? Who's in the middle of a web? Uh, that damn spider. <laughs> So everything okay. in this world is based on a lie. Absolutely. And, and I mean, it's very logical. It's very, very logical. Like, that's the thing, too, is like, you know, black folk, we're, we're an emotional people. We're just emotional often, in my opinion, about the wrong thing. But it's very logical. Like, yeah. how the white man operates, he operates very logically. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He doesn't operate uh, on emotion. He yes, operates he on logic, and he yes, operates. He, he operates on logic, and he operates. Excuse me. Excuse me. He operates. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, no, he, he operates on what is. Excuse me. He operates what on what is hatred is for the benefit of him mm. and his own. That's right. For him and his annihilation. own. That's it. But you know what, Renee, I have to say, I'm sorry, honey, I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't know you weren't finished. Yeah, I was just going to say that they operate in a war tactic. White folk operate in war tactics. We do. That's that's the only thing that bothers me about when when I hear you speak. It's not Mm -hmm. all white 
Now, I know there's different perspectives, and, you know, there's Dr. Khalid's perspective, there's this one, that one, the other one, okay? But, you know, the average white person is in the same boat we're in. And, frankly, they were the first slaves to be brought over here. They let them out of prisons. There was horse thieves yep. and everything else. They needed to be this land, so they let them come over here and work off their debt to society over there in Britain. And furthermore, this is still a British colony. Now, I know Sarge will say I'm crazy, and I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, It's not a British colony, Mom. I'm sorry. Let me me just say this to Renee. Just say this to Renee, please. See, when you just blanket all white people, to me that loses something because you got a black-looking something up in the White House. I ain't quite figured out just what it is yet. But see, so and then you got you got to account for all the black looking somethings over there on the continent of Africa to call themselves black leaders in the AU that's taking sixty five percent of their funding from the EU. So you can't just say it's all white people. Uh, the, the, the you know the, the 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 people that are running this fraud on this planet are not all white people. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his name? Great, way up there in the corpus it's on all these corporate boards. Uh, Oh, I can't think of his name. Mr. Talk, talk, help me out here. Okay. Somebody burning somebody? Who? Vernon something Jordan. Vernon Jordan. Isn't that right? Oh, I didn't have no pool. Look here. Uh, I, mean, I, I agree with you, Mr. Gold, but these white people on the bottom, they benefit from it. Okay? Yeah, but, 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 but you benefit why, from it. You benefit yeah. from it, too. Because you, you benefit yeah. from it, too. Because we're the yeah. be- we're the best yeah. kept slaves on the planet, okay? Yeah. So we all we can't say yeah, we don't benefit. I, I would dare say everybody on this phone line maybe, benefited from slavery. Exactly. So well, we need to stop. Y'all wow. Whether we want to or not, by by indirectly, we're benefiting from it. I, it hurts my well, heart. That's true. That's and true. how many Thank people run around now with agreement. a smile on their face Thank because you. the oil prices are so low and they don't recognize the fact that whenever that happens, that means somebody's dying on the other side of the planet. <laughs> Got bombs falling on them. But look here, look let, here. Me explain uh, why, let me explain why, please, um, the sister, why, why I say that and why I make a blanket statement. Um, you know, I'm not saying that all white people are bad. I mean, to me, that's not really the point. And I feel like for the condition that black people in are in, we really don't have time to uh, individualize people. One of the problems is is that we tend to individualize white people while they generalize us. And I'm so not individualizing. we sit here, we play, these, we play this kind of thing with them. Because, see, a lot of times when, when you have conversations with a lot of black people, they say, well, not all white people are. Or well, this white person did this. Or this white person, blah, blah, blah. And we're making all of these exceptions. But white people I'm not, do that for us. Oh, I'm not generalizing. Renee, uh, Renee, I guarantee you've never heard me use I'm, that phrase. Right, just let me finish this. Realizing, so see, I'm, what I'm doing is incorporating a spiritual aspect into a political right. problem. That's where I'm coming from. I'm not individualizing anything, okay? And right. to me, you know, I'm just saying you, you why see, I, I can that. stories about what my brother's done to me uh, and left me in a lurch, uh, 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 okay, took my engine out of my car and put it in somebody else's car and then went down and told the white sheriff I was his girlfriend, which was a dad. <laughs> okay? <laughs> that was okay, a problem that no, did I'm that. Just that. Telling you why I, no, I'm just telling oh, you why brother. I make a general statement. And I would just explain so, why I don't because I incorporate well, a Okay, just, I just want to finish. I, I hear you, but I just want to finish. Let's go. Put them in the green room. So, 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 so
So hold on. So we we do this, we do that kind of thing, but they don't. When they talk to their people, they don't individualize us. But, but see, I don't individualize either. Well, and you're ignoring what they do. Who are you talking about? Can statements. I just finish this, please? And this is the best. This is the best uh, kind of like summing it up that I've heard somebody really put it in. And Tariq Nashi said this. He said. Because when we talk about poor white people, the poor people or white people have been oppressed and stuff like that. He said, black people have a glass ceiling, white people have a glass floor. And so some of the most racist white people you can find are poor white people because they say, if nothing else, at least I'm not an in. And this is the other thing. If all these white people are being oppressed and they this and they that, why is it they have not stood up before with black people in all of this time to do anything? Black people, well, in my opinion, I think we would get a lot further, and I think we are so... We focus on building, not worrying about what white people do or not do. Between our own house... Then we can move forward and stop worrying about what white folks do or don't yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, that is a big counter. Uh, exactly. uh, Mr. 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 Because she was trying to finish, and everybody jumped in. So, Renee, are you finished, or do you have more to say? I'm not good. I'm going to stop. I understand what Sister Angoni is saying. What I'm just saying is, like you just said, we've got to worry about our own house. We do. So my concern is not if it's poor white people or this or if they're oppressed. They don't care about black folks. Like Dr. Clark said, we
of being politically correct around black people, and we take that as meaning something. These folks know that they get privileged. They know black folk is oppressed. They know what's happening to us. But guess what? They reap benefits, and they're good with that. Mm-hmm. But you, right, you in, always interject a whole lot of things in that you know w- weren't being said. Nobody's. I didn't hear anybody say anything about specified poor white people or anything like that. And here's the reason to answer your question: Why? Because if we don't do what's right, regardless of what they do, we will go still be on the bottom because. I don't know what you believe, but I believe in natural law and universal law. So if we concern ourselves with doing what's right, regardless about what color uh, spacesuit or avatar or bodysuit somebody's walking around in, it's about doing right or wrong. And if we don't do what's right, we will continue to suffer the consequences. That's why. Well, the statement was poor pe- white people, some of the most racist what people around. That was the statement. What do you make poor she white made it. People. That was the point. I didn't and make the point that of the statement. Matter she is they're poor. They don't have any power. How can they be racist according to the definition of racist? Because they still benefit from the system of racism, white and they're poor with no they power. Because they still have white privilege. Because that if sounds they walk me in like a white person that doesn't do them any if good. If they walk in a McDonald's and it's a black person. Guess who will probably end up as a manager? White and we don't benefit. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it hasn't happened. So you're assuming something that hasn't come into being yet that proves your point. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I don't, don't benefit. Know, I keep trying to pay hey, you back. And you keep shifting the goalposts. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Michigan. Go ahead, Michigan. Oh, I know Michigan wanted to say something first, Wes. Michigan, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me, bro? Yeah, we can hear you. All right. Let, let me see if I can synthesize. Let me see if I can synthesize both points. The you know the the good this one we call the the good white lineup, right? Picking the good white folk out of the white lineup. Not this me. Is, this is how you. Well, hold on. This is how you that. synthesize it, uh, uh, Sister Angoni. And this is why when you when you analyze it, you analyze it from a you say the culture, right? So you don't get into the argument, and I've told Renee this a million times. She, she, for some reason, she won't listen. When you when you nope, argue from the cultural, right? When you argue from the cultural perspective, here's what here's how that kills the argument. So arguing it from a cultural perspective does this. It says that you're not looking at individual whites. You're looking at the whites who may be in the places of authority within the culture. So any white that would be placed in the positions of, of, of power and privilege would do the exact same thing. So we have a history of that. So you could take individuals who are in law school now who at some point may become a judge. He is going to act when he gets in that seat of authority just like his grandfather. So you're not looking at individual whites. You are fighting an entire culture. Now let me synthesize that with Renee's point. And once we do that and know that we're fighting a culture, it makes those people who are on the extreme on the black side put up a shut up. Because now, once you know you're fighting a culture, the only thing you have to do is create your own damn culture. Amen. See, that's what we don't want to do. See, that's we right. have to keep analyzing right white culture. We know mm-hmm. it's a culture. We know what we're fighting. What? We have what? the history. Now, what are you going to do? 
Well, how is changing the culture going to alter the world? I, I did not you No, 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 no. Hold, hold, hold. Let me answer that how's real that, quick. How does that I, the work? Word can change the the culture any way you want to. The word, the word change never came out of my mouth. And I what never said I, change the culture. I said well, create the same as we need our own. Bingo. I never said change white folks. Well, and I, I don't know about change. you, but black listen, culture listen, is one of the most unique listen, cultures in the world. Listen, well, white culture listen. is predicated on the destruction of others. Mr. No, 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 no. no Hold on, man. This, this is where you go wrong at. If, if there's a piece of steak, Renee, in between me and you, if I cluck you upside the head and eat it. Was I trying to kill you or was I trying to get to the stake? No, 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 no. That's no, not accurate. No, 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 that's no, not accurate. No, 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 hold on. Just that's not accurate. No, 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 Versus, each, I'm trying to get the steak. No. White folks are trying to. Why, what, listen. Okay, one more quick. I know, Doc. One more quick statement. I'm done. I'm done for real. If a man is trying to survive and he has no law that says, hey, if that means killing some of you in order to me survive, that's what he sees. No. He don't give a damn about you. Nah, it's his white no. skin privilege. That's what made him do it. Jeez. When, when will we get it? When will we yes, get it? Sir. You said when will I get it? When will we get it? When will we get it? We have a whole historical Hello? justification of Hello. 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 Uh, I'm loving Hello. this. <laughs> Hello. Hello. All right. How you doing? Hello. Go ahead, bro. All right, go ahead, Wesley. Well, man, they threw so much on the table, man. I don't know. They just scrambled me up, man. But uh, I, I agree with every, what everybody said, man, uh, from everybody's point of view, okay? And the main emphasis is with this whole system, it's, it's collapsing, man. And, and see, I agree with what the main emphasis is, where everybody says, forget about them. We got to start concentrating on us. And uh, I like to my sister say it. But you just stick to her, her guns. We got to always deal with them wisely and logical. Forget about the emotion, man. This is the chess game, okay? The black chessboard, like Dr. Sanders said, the black piece of the chessboard against the white piece of the chessboard. And all we got to do is, like y'all said, come out of them. Number one, how many of y'all celebrate these damn holidays they come up with? Okay, you can start right then and there. But not doing what they're doing. Instead of going and buying a damn Christmas tree, should have kept your money together and spent it amongst your own people. Okay? That's the only way to do it. We forget about them, man, because they're not superior. I.e., if you take a black man and a white man, set them outside the sun, and see who's going to melt. And who the who <laughs> sun going to make strong, and who's going to burn up. Right then and there, they time is up, man. Okay? Look at the way the population going, man. More black, by, by the year, what, they 2045. This whole America is going to be all the way black and brown. So their time is up, man. All we got to do is start. We either eat together or we going to start separately. So I agree with all y'all, man. So I, I let the flow with somebody. Yeah, the the W. Fard Muhammad said the white right, man was going to be through in 1938 or something like that. All right. He's done uh, wrong about that. Go ahead, Maze. You know Welcome, Maze, to the show. Go ahead, Maze. Yes, I figured out something to talk. <laughs> Like, okay. so I don't know what his image is. I was thinking, 
Yeah, no, yes, I do. I'll give you the law of thermodynamics if you want to hear it. Oh, that's too much like white rational thing. Now, we want to show you the image. Damn, I shouldn't do that either. Excuse me. image of the blind brown people is what I want to have a discussion on. So the image we we don't supposed to have one. Because when you took the browns, the Jesus that we used to have on the wall, he was white. Santa Claus, remember the lady was having them fit by Santa Claus was white? Then you look at everything, every image you got. There's no image of you. It was taken well, away. You to put your own so when you yourself, find man. your image, you don't have to worry about what nobody else think about you, how they look at you, or what they think Amen. you are. And if you look at that image, what kind do they have? Let's take a look at it. We can go down history lane and all of the things they ever did. Who tried to do it? Y'all want to copy. I want to be like that. With illusion Who wants to be a copycat and be like that? Oh, y'all. Lose them conclusion, man. That's wrong. With, that's wrong with the black people. Not. I agree with y'all. It's not it's in your DNA to be like that. But you took the image well, on the DNA that don't even belong to you. Dr. King and all them tricked everybody with this illusionary no, thing. No, Dr. King ain't. Stuff. He didn't trick nobody. What? He didn't tell he you. Man your said, listen, the man said his last night on earth. He, he what did he say? He said that he integrated to a burning house. Okay, that's his words, not mine. And if you look that's at all his his. Well, so we, I, you, I, you, I brought up Dr. King and me, and you were trying to rebuttal me there when I told you what the man said. I wasn't said. trying to rebuttal you. I'm saying Dr. King did not take your image away from you. You took no, it away yourself well, when you let it go. Well, I'm saying is y'all think white ice buildings in this regular ice. People think we always got to prove who we are. If you know what your image is, you ain't got to prove it to nobody. If you know what's in your <laughs> DNA and you know what's in their DNA, and you want to be a I part of it, to you. you lost I your image. work. All we got to do is concentrate on our own melanin, and we already defeated them, man. Y'all don't know they're still in body parts because of that melanin, man. They want to be like y'all. They want that melanin. That's why they hate y'all, because we got when the you, gift from the creator with that melanin, comes, and that's why they hate so, us. When it comes to Sarge, that's what I mean. He lost his image, because when he can sit well, up and say, when, when he can sit up and say, when a man being shot down in the street, it's all their fault. Well, you know, some no girls you can't argue with some no girls. I know I heard him on a whole bunch of shows before he come on, Mr. Talk. Believe me. I know he but he always want to talk not. about the Constitution, and the Constitution wasn't even written for him. Well, see, number one, he was in the military, and uh, he, he didn't do like Mr. Talk. Mr. Talk, he found out that the military was a joke. Mr. Talk was like Ali. And then you I'm got some more brothers like Sarge that's, uh, they brainwashed, man. They no, I want to talk about his truth. image. I want him to talk about the Constitution. I want to talk about the black man image. He always talk about the well, image that don't belong to him, his DNA. That's what I want to hear him discuss. Well, he's going to do it. I know him. What he I hear him What's happening when is, came to, uh, can I pol- politically. Minute, I have one more yeah. thing to say. Okay. It's when they did All the right. doll experiment, they did it again. They liked the white doll and not the black doll because they thought the black doll was bad. Because that's they, that's what they were told. The image of us is not good. Right. Well, that's that brain. Well, they want you to what, think what it's you, not good. What, what you what you have with Sarge is he does uh, he does not he's not interested uh, may in seeing his political identity or politically identifying with black folk, which he has that right. He he put, he he identifies himself as an American. Now it's bullshit, you know, but he has a right to do that. So. Yeah. Right now, so you can't take that from him. He he does not That's want right. to politically identify with any type of black group. He has a right. Yeah. He wants to identify yeah. himself as an American. That's no, I'm, it, not man. I'm not saying that. I'm saying his image. 
It's his image where he goes out, kill people, hang people, or do destructive things to people. Is that in his DNA or is it in somebody else's well, DNA? Well, that's him. But he want to turn made. around and put it on, on our DNA. He made it in America. He made it in America. You got to let people like that go. And like, Bingo. Leave I'm not talking about that. Right. Right. I want him to answer my Listen. question. Well, you can forget about that. We got to concentrate on us, man. Right. Can, can, can I say something? Come on, baby. I wanted to respond to what Mr. Michigan was saying. And I absolutely agree on we definitely have to develop our own culture, um, exclusive from them. Um, that's extremely important. But when you're saying, when you made that analogy and you're saying, oh, well, you know, if it's a stake and all of that. But, see, this is the thing. In, in my opinion, in my belief, okay, and in my study and in my research, going back historically, the white man, I would say his. Um, I would say the black man's nature is to create. I would say the white man's nature is to control. And so this is why when you talk about having, uh, you talk about having your own culture. There's a whole historical justification of what I'm saying, right? Of the white man going into uh, the places where there are the richly melanated people of the planet, and raping and pillaging and taking and destroying and controlling and manipulating what they have, exploiting it, okay? You don't see any other race of people who do things in that fashion. I'm not saying that we don't kill and we don't do all of these other awful, horrible things. But when you look at it in a, in a fair comparison, I want to say the numbers of something like 100 million, something like, Europeans have killed over a hundred plus, however, million uh, uh, melanated people. It's so many in the history, the recorded history that we do have, right? So, as Dr. Rolfing was saying, in order, the white man knows in order for him to continue to be on the planet, he must kill and destroy. This is why white people cannot be in this country, okay, without killing us without poisoning us, without incarcerating us, without doing something to keep us oppressed. It's not because okay. they're trying to survive. Okay? It's not about what they need. It's okay. about what they want. And okay. we see this every single day. Okay, let, let me ask you one, one question. Renee, one Renee, question. Renee, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, I got one question, just one. <sighs> Let's say, Renee, everything you said is an absolute fact. Right? Listen, I, nobody on the phone disagrees with you. What you gonna do about it? What do you mean? What am I gonna do about it? We've got to get to you, the minds of the after people. After you get off them, after you get, let's say you told every human possible, every black possible in America that exact same story, then what? What do you do? Doing the same things I'm doing now, putting together a foundation for girls from age black girls from age 11 to 19, writing my book, doing my show. Speaking out, doing things in my own community. Those same things I'm going to do. So, 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 so
You're no, here's you're what I'm diminishing. The importance of knowledge of self. That's you're absolutely. That's absolutely what I'm not doing. What I am doing is showing you that once you have this knowledge, you still have to go back to developing the culture. Now you say, yeah. well, he's going to be, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, he's going to come with a pistol to destroy it. Well, you better have two. You're still back hey, to square one. Hey, you're still Lee. back to square one. What are you going to do? you're making an argument I didn't make. I never said that we don't have to sit and develop our own culture. Hey, I hey, said Mr. we Lee. do. Uh, Mr. Lee, so, I got a solution. It's a group called I Am One in Amelia, Black Conscious Voters and Contributors. I think okay, you, 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 you can join that group. There you go. Okay. All right, there uh, you uh, go. Uh, yeah. it's, it's called I Am One in a Million mm-hmm. Black Conscious Voters and Contributors. Check that Check okay. that website out there, please. Okay, yeah. I will. Because I, of the, 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 I know the, Mr. Wesley is going to get furiously mad at me when I say this, but that's <laughs> an moron. Because you can't be conscious and think both is going to save our behind in the situation we're in. I just, <laughs> Can miss, I miss, miss, uh, hey, let me tell you something over this. If, if you start out, we're going to have, we have looking for 2% of the black population. That's a million people. It's something like the Tea Party. You got a million. If we go to any politician and say we got a million votes, you can do what the hell we gonna say, or you gonna, you're not gonna get these million votes. And out of you, that, we can we, we can block somebody in. Listen, let me tell you what you want. Ma'am, ma'am, you we you in this system, right? Enemy listen, what you need and what you want. We in this system. We gotta listen. We gotta listen. What we listen on our own. Listen, so, let me finish. All right. Yeah. We in this system, so you better learn how to work this system. In their system to the system ball. That's what I'm talking about. If I, we, we, we black people right now, all of us running around like a herd of damn cats. Okay? <laughs> it's time to come together and put your finger with my finger and make this damn fist. That's a good How's the system working for you so far? We've been here for 400 well, years. Listen, listen. Did you listen to me? We got to come together, baby. That's all I'm talking oh, about. We ain't and even together. And we, listen, 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 listen. This is 2016. We got to come together, okay? We can, if we got, say if you had your business, right, and we got a million people in this group, and we say, Ms. McGoma got her business, she needs some money to start up. You get everybody to put a, a dollar in, you got your million dollars to start your business, see? It's more than just voting. Leslie, it's more than just voting. Voting is what it's I was speaking about. I'm talking about voting. I'm not saying anything against well, people coming together and doing entrepreneurial type things, that yeah, kind of thing. A, a, this, 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 I'm talking about voting. About. That's all my ma'am, comment was. Ma'am. Voting. If you I'm think voting is solve the problem, ma'am. then you're not conscious. That's all I'm saying. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. I'm just saying that gets a genesis, okay? We can go, once we get the million people together, all right? We want 2% of the black people that want to do something, okay? That's the point I'm trying to make. All right. We're going we gonna to end it right there for a hot minute. Okay. All right. We got you, Wesley. All right. Being that the time, we've got a lot of people on the line, so we're going to start last words kind of early today because some of y'all, y'all long-winded, so we're going to need the time. All right. So uh, let's start with um, Brother Jabbar. Brother Jabbar, are you still there? And your yes, last I'm word. still here. Okay. Um, My last words is this. A lot of us was going back and forth about, what is what and what is not what. I would say we need to start, whatever word we use, we need to get on the same page by finding out the definition of the words that we use and move from there. 
If we all have the same definition and meaning, then we can get somewhere. Peace, Islam. All right. Thank you, sir. And thank you for stopping by. All right. Uh, let's go with Michigan. Michigan, you there? Okay. He probably muted himself of his Obama phone and broke down. Either or. All right. Wesley, you're up. Yes, sir, man. The point I was trying to make, uh, we're trying to get 2% of the black population that want to do something, okay? I know by the word would say vote in it, whatever. That's just a genesis of it, man. I, we try to get a million people that want to do something because now I'm tired of all, everybody got their opinions. It's time to do something, man. Okay? Instead of complaining, we try to come together. We don't have to come together. We either break bread together or we going to start separately. And we are the tribe of Israel. That's our name. We are Israel, whether y'all know it or not, y'all. We are the one that's in the book. We chose it. Shalom Aleikum. All right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. He's there again. Nope, he's not. All right, Mays. You're up. Yes, I hear people have a discussion about trads, but if you if you know what your image is and you know you don't kill, steal, and destroy, nowhere in your DNA, why are you going to follow people to heads? That's all I got to say. And have a nice one. All right. Well, thank you. That was short and sweet. Okay. All right. Okay. Say next up, Miss Renee. Miss Renee, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to touch on a couple of things. Um, you know, a lot of what Mr. Michigan says, I, I agree with. You know, we agree on a lot of things, but some, you know, and he does like to try to make the point about white culture. And, um, however, you know, as I said, I do believe that the white man's nature is different from the black man's nature. And um, we, there's a whole, like I said, there's a whole historical justification for me saying that. I'm not just saying that just because. I'm saying that because there's actual facts and documentation over the history of the world that support that. So um, you look at who came up with the atomic bomb. Um, what was the man's name? Um, Oppenheimer, um, Oppenheimer, I believe. Um, don't quote me, but I think uh, I think that was his name. Um, but came up with with that. But who would think on that level to say that if things are not how I want them to be, I will blow this mother up? Who thinks in terms of that type of control over people? Um. You know, I love Sister Angoni. She's very powerful. She's she's very, very wise. Um, but um, in terms of the whole thing with the white people and, and, you know, not lumping them all together, that's not all white people, I think the fact of the matter, I think that's kind of like a given, that I think most people are conscious people, or however you want to put it, know that not all white people are bad. But the important thing is, that's not our focus. That should not be our focus. Our focus should not be on discerning who, what white folk are this or that or the other. Our focus needs to be within us. Like she said, take care, take care of our own house first. That's exactly my point. So we don't have the time or the luxury to be concerned if white people are being oppressed as well. Because even if they are being oppressed, and they are in certain ways, but even if they are being oppressed, like I said, that comes in the thing with the with the uh, glass floor. 
they say, well, no matter what position I, I'm in, I'm still not as bad as being an in. So we have to understand that concept. The other thing is um, when when she was saying about, you know, not all white people are bad, and I got the thing. Look, if you look at Hitler, right, Hitler was nothing without the German people. See, white supremacy loves to uh, identify one person to say, oh, well, they did this. They are responsible for, you know, the obliteration of these Jews and this, that, and the other, right? They like to pinpoint a person. But what they don't talk about is the fact that the German people supported Hitler. They rallied around him. They allowed him to be able to do the things that he did. So this whole idea that not it's not all white people and that we need to be more selective or whatever in how we speak about it, we see same here, that white people support the power structure. This is why you have someone who, like Donald Trump who continues to be in the running right now. And while a lot of people make jokes, he could very well end up in the White House. Why is that? Because you have a ton of racist white people who galvanize folks. So how do we keep making these uh, – how do you make the point that we're supposed to understand not all white people are bad and all this stuff when we have these type of occurrences, when you have Flint, Michigan going on, right? The whole country is not up in arms about that. Black people up in arms about that because we realize what it is. So um, I'll pretty much leave it there, but I just want to touch back real, real quick, too, on um, on uh, Mr. Michigan. And he was saying, you know, the whole thing about they not doing it because they don't like us or whatever like that. And he's just trying to survive. The white man's just trying to survive. Okay, if he's just trying to survive, why do you have things like them intentionally creating and then flooding uh, flooding crack into poor black communities. Why? Why do you have things like that if it's just about maintaining his survival, right? Why do you have to drug the people? Why do you have to set them up? Why do you have to put them in these certain circumstances in order to hurt them and harm them and break down their families? That's not survival. That's control. That's manipulation. And he knows that the black man has the most genetic potential to annihilate them. And so they are not thinking on a level of peace and harmony and just making sure that there's some level of equality in some type of way. They're not operating like that. They continue to operate in 2016 to kill black people and take us out, and we don't want to see it. Thank you, Mr. Top. Great conversation. All right. Thank you, Renee. Uh, thank you very much. Okay, let's see. Michigan, are you there? I'm here. Are can you, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear, hear you. Me. Go ahead. Yeah, uh-huh. I want to find. I want to find out what Renee, what city Renee, and I'm gonna come down there and meet her. Uh, but let let me say this. Uh, you know, we we have a very rich history politically in this country of trying just about every avenue we could to get along with this white folk. All right. So we don't have to speculate on that, right? We have the history is there. All right. Whether it be Moors, whether it be civil rights and voting, uh, to Brother Wesley's point, 
nationalism, nation within a nation. All right. When when Marcus Garvey came on the scene, here was his synthesis point. I've seen everything that we've tried to do as it relates to having a relationship with these white folks, and the conclusion is this. Either you build a nation and preferably in a place where you can uh, exact physical force on your enemy, which he was specifically talking about the continent, some type of continental military where when the shit hit the fan, you got some firepower. He said, unless you do that, if you can't build nations like other men have done, like other coaches have done, he said, you must die. And he didn't always say you must die. He said you will, right? So after we finish analyzing racism, white supremacy to its fullest, there's a plethora of books. Just from listening to Renee talk, I'm sure most of the historical data she has, I have. Most of the books she read, I've read. Most of the people she mentioned, a lot of them I've met personally, been in meetings with them including Francis Cross Wilson. All right. The bottom line is this. Either you're going to know all of this and use that as a igniter of your own personal consciousness, right, to build a nation, put in the mechanisms that you know in history, you better be ready to maintain it, and you better be ready to die for it. If there's something new under the sun, I haven't heard it yet. Either you're going to do what other men and women do. Either you're going to build a nation, protect it, protect your future, protect your children, or or, or the earth is going to dismiss you. So it won't just be a white man who will take advantage of you. It will be anybody. And the concept, Renee brought up control. Renee, control is a part of survival. Most, listen to this, most of what white people do to blacks in America at this particular time is either economic, the prison industrial complex is economic, but here's what it does. It kills two birds with one stone. It locks our black ass up, and it's an economic benefit. That's called a good chess move, right? Most of what he does now in this country is economic and maintaining the levels of control, the locust of control, and that is a part of survival. If if you're going to survive, you have to control the resources. If that means maiming a few, killing a few, setting up a few, right, so be it. It's part of the game. So the question is, knowing all this, Renee, what's our next move? All right. Thank you, Mr. Michigan, for that. All right. Last but not least, Sister Ingoni. Well, thank you, Mr. Talk. You're welcome. Well, great conversation. And I'd just like to say that just for clarity's sake, it's not my mission to be a defense lawyer for any evildoers of any color. However, I think that in solving the problem, as Renee said, and I love her too, 
we have to know what the problem is. She, I'm paraphrasing. She didn't say those exact words, but she studies and researches so that she can understand what the problem is. And, yes, there are some white people who are in control, who have occupied this land, which is really our land, uh, and hit us in the head and told us we were somebody else than who we are and that we all came over here on slave ships and all that's lies. So, okay. Now, we're learning. It's a process. But my point is, I think personally, just my opinion for whatever it's worth, we get a lot further if we spend less time talking about them and more time doing some introspection and changing ourselves and doing for self. That's where I'm coming from. So I just want to, you know, clarify, I understand white supremacy, you know. I read those books like Mr. Michigan over my lifetime, Iceman Inheritance, Bobby Wright, Chancellor Williams, George G.M. James, Professor Amos Wilson, and on and on and on and on and on and on and on, okay? But still, everybody on this planet, if we're going to live in a world of peace and not have to kill each other, we're going to have to grow up. As earthlings, and unfortunately, unless somebody's got some rockets to send the people they don't like away, we're going to have to find a way to live in peace and harmony some kind of way. Now, I don't know how to do that, but that's just my hope. And Mr. Talk, you're the best host on Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for letting me participate (laughs) in your program. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Sister I don't know about that last statement. I don't know. I'll be getting mad. But anyway, thank you for your comments. Hey, I want to thank everybody who participated in the show today. It was a very lively conversation and uh, some very good points. Very, very good points. I also want to thank um, Brother Jabbar for stopping by, first-time caller. You know, we, we try and show our first-time caller some love. So there you go, brother. Um, don't let this be your last time. You know, after hearing and listening to um, what has been said here today and, and reading in the, in the chat room, I've come to a conclusion. You know, um, number one, you know, I think a lot of times we stay hung up too long on certain items and issues. You know, um, it's not to say that. We don't, we are not, it's not needed, the discussion is not needed. I understand that. However, I think it comes to a point, it gets to a point where after the discussion, more needs to happen then. You can only, you can only discuss something so many times. Okay. Um, How do you, how do you make yourself better? How do you move to the next level? And, And, not only as an individual, but as a, a group of, of, of people. How do you do that? I don't know. I think that is the question that is, that is um, perplexing everyone. We all know what the issue is. We all know what the issue is. We know this. We, 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 we know this without it. We can say it in our sleep what the issues are. But what is the solution? You know, is it education? Is it action? Is it education and action? Is it building from building from within again? But then again, how are you gonna build if you don't have anything to build with? So you back you end up back at square one. 
Now, I heard someone say, I think it was Wesley say, well, use their system to build you, build your, I'm using this word loosely, empire up. It's been done before. It's been done before. So, just some ways, you know, some things to think about. Um, you know, and in this in this word, there are there are um, there are certain definition and words that that are used that carries a lot of meaning. You know, Jabbar had had a good point. You know, as he was discussing stuff, I had my little black law dictionary out looking at things, and and so hey, it was there. So. You know, and I'm saying this to say, a lot of times we fail to listen. We're so quick to be on the defensive and and and, and want to counter counter claim or counter suit what someone is saying. But sometimes we just need to sit back for a moment and listen and, and take in. See, this is what I do when I have when I listen to shows. I take a little bit of what everybody has said. I do a little bit here, a little bit there. You know. But the best thing is you have to listen and see what is being said. Then go back, as we always say, go back and check up on some of the information that was put out. You know, if you got a question, all the shows are archived. You can go back and check that. You know, so let's keep building. Let's keep building, okay? Eventually, we're going to build something great. You know, if we set the foundation and we set a solid foundation, then... Our, in our life, we may not see it in our lifetime, but eventually we're going to get to where we're going. That's going to do it for me, y'all. And once again, I want to thank everybody for the stopping by and um, participating. It's been fun, man, I tell you. I've learned a lot today. Um, and I couldn't ask for a better group of listeners, that's for sure. All right, so remember to keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with an open heart. Make sure you're forgiving yourself first before you can forgive anyone else. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, man. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy, all right? So, uh, since I didn't have a song of the day, I'm going to take you out of here with a little Joey Alexander, and I mean you. Until Friday, y'all, y'all have a great week. See you then. I'm out.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 